We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Blue Wire. What is up, Nets fans? Welcome to the Brooklyn Buzz. I'm Nick Faye hitting you with a recap of the Nets blowout win over the Memphis Grizzlies, 111-86. Nice to see the Nets get a W post-All-Star break. Really needed it. Obviously, Memphis, not a great team, dealing with a million injuries. But still, you know, we've seen the Nets lose to bad teams. And tonight, they took care of business. First half of this game, very dominant. We're going to jump to that and plenty more. Make sure you check the buzz on all streaming platforms. But starting the first half of the game, I thought the Nets came out with good energy defensively. Really kind of helped set the tone. As I mentioned, this Memphis team, not super talented offensively. Very sloppy in this game. Allowed the Nets to get a lot of transition opportunities. A lot of easy shots in this one you know the Nets really did a great job moving the ball just looking at a lot of the major categories in this game Nets win fast break points 26 to 7 second chance points 21 to 7 points in the paint 54 to 38 also the team did a great job moving the basketball in this game you know we're talking about 32 assists on 44 made field goals just really good stuff and then ultimately you know, what they did tonight is something they haven't done consistently all season, just hit shots. You know, they shot a solid percentage from the field, 48%, 35% from three, really hot from three in that first half, as I mentioned. They just took care of business in the game and really set the tone and gave themselves a cushion. You know, a 25-point lead at halftime, won the first quarter 30-18, and then won the second quarter 36-22. to And just credit the overall team. You know, I think, as I mentioned, Nick Claxton had great energy. I also thought Dorian Finney-Smith in this game brought great energy, active on the offensive boards, played with a level of tenacity. Dennis, Dennis Schroeder ended up getting the start over Ben Simmons in this one. He performed well, scored 18. And then the bench, I thought, you know, had a nice game. Kevin Ali had some bad lineups, but he also found some good lineups at work. You know, we saw Ben and Clax really staggered a lot in this game. We saw Ben as the small ball five surrounded by shooters, including, you know, Cam Thomas, Lonnie Walker, Cam Johnson, and DFS. So there was some some nice takeaways. And obviously, like I said, it's against the Grizzlies, but the way the season's been going, the momentum of this team, finding an opportunity to take care of business and just play well is good stuff for this Nets team. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. But getting into the players, as I mentioned, you know, I love the game Clax had in this one. 10 points, 5-5 five five from the field, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal, 3 blocks, 1 turnover. Did have 4 fouls, but really won his matchup against Jaron Jackson Jr. You know, obviously, Clax probably feels some type of way. Jaron Jackson Jr. finished ahead of him in Defensive Player of the Year last year. One Defensive Player of the Year. Claxton probably felt, you know, he deserved a little bit more attention, circled this game, definitely brought the momentum in that one-on-one matchup and blocked a couple shots and just really did what he needed to do. Even offensively had a nice, you know, a couple nice layups in this one, had two nice dunks, including that one shot he had with 0.8 on the shot clock. So uh, Clax did his thing and as I mentioned, you know, set the tone, brought the energy. You'd love to just see him play with this type of tenacity consistently game after game after game, quarter after quarter after quarter. You know, maybe it's a situation where Clax needs to kind of psych himself up or hype himself up for every matchup. You know, find a reason to play hard because it seems he does circle certain games and that gets him going. As I mentioned, DFS in this one, 13 points, 6 of 10 from the field, 1 of 4 from 3, 9 rebounds, 4 offensive, 4 assists, 1 block, plus 23, team high, and it felt that way. He just did what you needed him to do. You know, he did pick up 4 fouls, but you love the physicality he brought in the end of the floor. Uh, Obviously, impacting the board, something he hasn't necessarily done consistently in his Nets tenure, and also the 4 assists. You know, I thought he made a couple really solid passes in this one, as much of the team did. You know, you go down the line, almost everyone who played in this game, at at least the guys who played real rotation minutes, finished with at least 2 assists. You know, that's obviously the way the Nets need to play if they're going to have any type of success you know they need to play team basketball given they do not have a superstar so that's another positive you know I think uh, Mikel Bridges mentioned before the game trying to remember all the plays and adjusting to you know a new style offensively and I'm paraphrasing here but that 
obviously is something too to consider in a game like this and overall how the Nets had more success uh, over the Cam Thomas in this one. Didn't have his best game, I think, scoring-wise. 14 points, 5-14 from the field, 3-5 from 3. You love to see that. 1-2 from the free throw line, 3 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal. Not only did Cam have a lot of 5 assists in this game, but he also just really made some great reads. You know, there's a couple potential assists you would have loved to see him get because he's just growing you know there's a play in the first quarter of this game you know cam drives usually would take a contested floater over two or three defenders instead he shoots the dfs in the corner dfs misses the three but it's the right process and that's what we need to continue to see from cam thomas sadly in this game we saw him suffer an ankle injury in the second half did not return uh they marked as an ankle slash heel did not look good needed help off the court but as we know sometimes the worst the injury looks doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be out a long time. An ankle sprain can go a long way. You know, we've seen guys sprain their ankle, come back in the game, miss two to three weeks. We've also seen guys get walked off the floor like Cam did and only miss a week or two. So hopefully some positivity. The Nets obviously need his ability. Even when he's not necessarily shooting efficiently, he provides a level of aggressiveness and attention for the defense you know someone they have to focus on so missing him would not be good you'd obviously hope that guys like Mikel Bridges and Lonnie Walker could step up over to Mikel Bridges offensively not very productive in this one defensively though similar to Nick Claxton DFS helped set the tone in the first half of this game had some really nice defensive plays you know we see him kind of take advantage of some of the lesser talented offensive players on the Grizzlies did finish with 11 points 4 of 10 from the field 1 of 7 from 3 on pretty much almost all open looks Three rebounds, two assists, two steals, was plus 22. So still had a positive momentum out there. Just would have liked to see him produce a little bit more offensively. Maybe, you know, saving some of that juice for the back-to-back against Orlando tomorrow. Uh, as I mentioned, Dennis Schroeder got the start in this one. Finished with 18 points, 7 of 12 from the field, 3 of 4 from 3. Three-point shot is three-point form is really slow, but when he gets the time in the space, he can knock it down. Also had five assists, two rebounds, did have four turnovers, but you like some some of the burst he can provide offensively, especially in transition. Still, you know, finding his chemistry with all the guys in the team, but definitely a, a boost to what they've had previously with Spencer doing the way he performed this season. And even, you know, Ben Simmons, who's not looking to attack the rim. You know, Shorter's looking to get downhill, get to the rim. Doesn't always have the size to finish or get to his spots, but you, uh, you appreciate the aggressiveness. And as I mentioned, you know, this was a good good game for the bench. You know, I thought uh, Cam Johnson was really solid off the bench. Finished with 12 points, 5 and 9 from the field, 2 of 6 from 3, uh, 2 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal. Made a lot of nice passes and reads in this game. The only thing I'll say about Cam Johnson, he just needs to get a touch more aggressive. Obviously, he's been in that shooting slump, but he still needs to attack and knock down some shots. There was times in this game where he probably turned down mid-range, wide-open mid-range shots, some floaters here and there. So uh, a positive game in the right direction for Cam Johnson, but you love to see him be a touch more aggressive and kind of you know, get a couple more shots up, especially against a lesser opponent, build up your confidence. We saw that a little bit towards the end of this game. Uh, Dayron Sharp played 15 minutes in this one, finished with eight points, four or seven from the field, eight rebounds, three offensive, two assists. You know, there was points in this game where he was just manhandling, you know, players in the Memphis Grizzlies, as we mentioned, injured team, tanking, looking to develop young guys, didn't necessarily have the bodies down low. Dayron did a great job on the boards and just 
beasting guys out and you know that's what he needs to do out there and uh, obviously played a little bit lesser minutes in this game because of the Nick Claxton and Ben Simmons staggering and also it looks like they're not trying to play sharp with Ben that much either given you know Ben excels when he's surrounded by shooters so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with his minutes you know here on out uh, Lonnie Walker played about 19 minutes in this game 13 points 4 of 11 from the field 3 of 8 from 3 2 of 2 from the free throw line 6 rebounds 2 assists uh, you love his athletic pop and his his ability to get to the rim contort his body you know he had that one plan transition i think he went behind the back then got bumped in the air and still finished a scoop layup just really highlight level stuff you know lonnie getting more minutes would definitely be something that's exciting because of the pop he provides a team didn't necessarily have a very efficient shooting night you know love to see those numbers up a little bit more but again the aggressiveness attacking the rim is something this team needs consistently uh ben simmons did play in this one you know was questionable going into it tested before the game ended up going played 14 minutes four points two or two from the field six rebounds three assists um, overall, you know, an okay game from Ben with the standard we have for him currently. You know, you'd love to probably see him be more aggressive and have more of a, a impactful game and a more of a productive game. But, you know, you'll take the blowout win. And, you know, Jalen Wilson, Trenton Watford, uh, Keita Bates, Diop only played in garbage time. So Jalen Wilson still not in the rotation. Same thing for Trenton Watford. Something kind of keep an eye on. Obviously, Jalen Wilson was playing some good basketball before Kevin Ollie took over. And he is obviously a rookie and could potentially provide something long-term for this team. So you'd love to see the Nets lean a little bit more into that. But we'll get back to this right after the break. Getting back into it, obviously the Nets are in a position where they need to win games. They need to take care of business. You know, they are three games behind the Atlanta Hawks for that play-in spot for that 10 seed. The Nets currently in the 11 seed with a half-game lead on the Raptors who are sitting in the 12 seed. Nets 22 and 35, not in the most ideal situation, especially with the Cam Thomas news. Uh, Hopefully he is healthy and able to play and only misses a little bit of time and guys can step up because there's some huge matchups. You know, you're looking up against the Orlando Magic tomorrow night, maybe when you're listening to it tonight on the second night of a back-to-back. That's an important game. That's a really tough game. Then you host the Hawks on Thursday and then host them again on Saturday. If you can win those two games, that could be season-altering in terms of your likelihood of landing that playing spot against the Hawks. Then you'll face the Grizzlies again at home. Then you'll have the Sixers team, who obviously still without Joel Embiid, over to the Pistons and Hornets. Now you can really build some momentum because you're going to get into a tougher stretch against the Cavs, Magic, and Pacers. So the Nets have some winnable games. You're really looking at these Hawks matchups as something they need to take care of. And if Cam Thomas is out, I think it's on Mikel Bridges, a guy you like to see step up. And I think a dark horse guy that could really provide some juice would be Lonnie Walker. You know, fully healthy now, no minute restriction. If Cam's out, I think you have to unleash him and let him play 25 to 30 minutes, maybe even more because of what he can provide and some of the other guys' lack of offensive pop. It's going to be interesting to see how Kevin Ali bounce out lineups now. You know, we saw in this game, he started to avoid uh, some of those non-shooting lineups. You know, he he limited to just one non-shooter, maybe one and a half non-shooters on the floor. And that's going to be important. That's going to allow guys to excel. You know, we already have talked about a lot this season. This team lacks offensive pop. So we need to put these guys in the best position to succeed. And having spacing just makes everything easier at the NBA level. And when guys are knocking down shots like they did tonight, now there's even more space. Now there's open lanes. You can create leverage for yourself on driving lanes, get to the free throw line, find open men. You know, there's just 
a lot of positive when you play the right lineups. And again, defensively, maybe you're giving up a little bit here and there, but you need to score points. If you don't score points, you're not going to have an opportunity to win because it's not like the level of defense we see from this Nets team is top three, top five in the NBA. That's not going to happen overnight. So lean in some more of those offensive lineups as we talked about in the last show. We saw tonight how that can work. And hopefully, you know, Kevin Ollie finds some more combinations that really excel and guys step up and hopefully a short absence for Cam Thomas. But as always, big thanks to everybody listening. Check the buzz on all streaming platforms. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.